I've created this podcast as a collection of my thoughts, ideas, and reflections on what does it mean to truly be happy along the entrepreneurial journey. If you're an entrepreneur, an investor, if you're growing a business, I hope you will save this podcast and use it as a chance to escape the day-to-day grind and focus on what makes you happy for a few minutes every day. Thanks for being here. Enjoy the music, and we'll see you in the episode. Hey community, what's up? Welcome to Happy Land. Glad you're here for a few minutes today. I am excited to talk about this topic because it really hits home with me. Uh, what am I calling this episode? Stop changing. No, start changing your mind. So look, from a young age, I have some level of autism or ADD or ADHD. It's, it's, uh, it's diagnosed as that. You never know what it is though. I have been somebody that is like squirrel. Any time I have a new project and idea, I change my mind often. And in traditional sense, in traditional world growing up, especially how my parents enforce it, that's not the best idea. You want to stay focused. You want to know what you're doing. You want to get into a good school. You want to make good grades. You want to stop thinking about all these different things. You're just trying to make good grades to get to college, right? Sure, many people have experienced that. I grew up thinking internally changing my mind was bad. And this, this, my friends, has really hurt me as an entrepreneur hurt me until the point that I became self-aware and realized it, but not having the ability to change your mind will hold you back. So where does this come from, right? Most people feel this level of insecurity about changing your mind. For example, if you're going to nursing school, right? If you go to nursing school and four months later, you decide, well, I don't know that I want to be a nurse, but I can't drop out because my parents are helping me pay for this. And what are my friends that are here in nursing school going to think? And I, 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 am I going to get a job? And what are people going to think if I start this business, right? Side note, I love when I've gotten this, this little comment over the years. It's always, uh, it's always made me more excited to work harder is that's a cute business. It's a cute business, right? If you want to leave nursing school to start a business, you're going to get, Oh, that's such a cute business. You're going to get that a lot. Right. But the only reason you would not do that is because of the fear of who's going to judge you. I cannot tell you how many times over the last six years of becoming who I am today, who is not where I want to be, right? Where I have worked on something for months, where I have gone to dozens and dozens of meetings and put dozens and tens and hundreds of hours into things. And then at the 11th hour pulled out and said, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to go a different direction. And again, In the beginning, I thought this was an issue. I thought that this would hold me back, right? You have to have the right idea. You have to have the perfect set of offers. You have to have the perfect property, the perfect investment. When at the end of the day, you got to remember two things, two things I want you to take away from this is one, the markets change all the time. So if you are working towards something and you're in the markets, my friends, you're going to experience a bunch of change. And so, for example, I do land investing. The land investing business looks nothing like it did five years ago. This online business space changes daily And therefore, if I want to succeed, I have to be consistent and be able to flow through the change. We'll talk about that in another episode. But for today, the two things I want you to take away is one, that markets are ever changing. And therefore, if you're in them, you're going to experience that. And you have to be able to adapt and make the decisions that will help you change, right? And number two is oftentimes in the grand scheme of things, right? You need to be aware that, hey, I'm going to take a micro loss today. For example, I'm thinking of a content project that we were working on earlier this year, spent months on it, spent thousands and thousands of dollars on development. And at the end of the day, I didn't like the direction. I didn't think it was going to resonate with the market. And so I killed it. Tens of thousands of dollars wasted. Most people would look at that as a loss, right? How I look at that is that is a micro loss that is allowing me to get to the macro wins, 
right? I hired that person wrong. I trained them incorrectly. I started the wrong business. I'm not excited about what I'm doing. Think about it. If you went to nursing school and then went on to become a nurse and did that for 30 years, right? That's going to be a macro loss if it's not something you love doing and that makes you happy. So at the end of the day, you have to realize sometimes in business with changing markets that you're going to have to change your mind and you are going to take micro losses that are all part of the end journey of the macro wins. Here's the truth. You can't overthink it up front. We are always wrong. We are always wrong. There's a saying. I don't know who said it. I think it's from some sort of Russian philosophy. It's man thinks God laughs. Man thinks God laughs, whether you're religious or not. You understand the point of that. We are rarely right, right? Hindsight is 2020. You rarely look back and say, I did perfect. So you cannot spend all the time on the front end worrying, thinking about the judgment and the things that will come, right? One thing that I've grown to love and people will give me shit about is I'll say I'm doing something and then I'll never do it. Well, what happened with that? Change of mind. Didn't want to do it. When you embrace this idea that you control nothing, in fact, you control everything. Okay. I did not make this up. I heard this from someone online, Gary Vee, I believe, but I love it. If you realize that you control nothing, my friends, you actually have control of everything. At the end of the day, we're never going to be right if we can put ourselves in a state, in a situation where we know that and we're ready to make logical business focused decisions and you can understand the biologics, the self-awareness that makes you happy through that, my friends, you will win. You will win in the long term. There's a saying out there. I didn't come up with it and I don't know who did off the top of my head, but it reads something to this effect. If you realize you control nothing, you are in fact control of everything. Right, I'm going to let that hit home and let's say it one more time. When you realize you are in control of nothing, it puts you in control of everything, right? We are never going to make the right decision. When we look back, hindsight is always 2020. We never made the right decisions. In fact, you would probably take any example of your life and 2020 hindsight, you would have gone back and done it completely differently. So when you let go of this idea that you have control of how this business or how this venture or how this thing is going to turn out and affect your life, when you let go of that idea of control, you often are going to find a much deeper level of peace and understanding and mental clarity that's going to allow you to work and find that end goal more effectively. Like this is something I genuinely think is so important and I mess up all the time and I am of course a victim of doing this, but this is something that you work towards becoming self-aware, something you work towards becoming self-aware, right? Think about this. Have you ever thought or have you ever seen or do you know any runners in your life? Maybe the small percentage of people listening to this who are runners I don't understand them. I can't get them. I cannot mentally connect with why you would want to put yourself through that kind of torture. Okay. But for those that are there and that do love running and enjoy it, right? I don't know if you've ever seen them training for a marathon. Oftentimes they'll run more and longer and faster and whatever the case may be for what they're training for. And they're grinding and they're hustling through it. And there's this look on their face of pure joy. I call it psych psychotic, but in their mind, it's pure joy, right? They know that they can't control the outcome. They, but they are so excited. They're so excited about what they're training for that the extra miles don't hurt. The extra time outside the injuries, the investment, it doesn't matter, right? They know they can't control the end product of what happens in the race, but they love running so much that somehow you crazy runners, you're out there hurting, <laughs> freezing cold, sweating, whatever it is, ankles hurt, legs hurt, knees hurt, and yet you're smiling and you have a sense of satisfaction, my friend, that, that is an example of when you know, when you know that you're genuinely, genuinely not cared about the outcome, but you just love the process. Hey, hope this helps. See you in the next one.